0: Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, micro brews, best selection of beer anywhere. one coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street, in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for the final shot of the ACC tournament for Virginia. Virginia with a chance for the last shot to win it. T.H. Clark. Beekman for the win. Got it! Reese Beekman, the freshman. Sean McDonough with a call on ESPN. Virginia then today had to opt out of the rest of the ACC tournament with a COVID case. Uh, they have to stay negative for seven days to play in the NCAA. Kansas, same story. Had to opt out of the game with Texas tonight. They have to stay negative for seven days to be eligible for the NCAA tournament. So that's uh, where everything is right now. It's where everything is now. We have an alternate play-by-play call today, and I think it's a good time for us to celebrate this moment in the valley. Six seconds left. Three-pointer on the way by Alexander. No good, and that will do it. The Shekinomi Braves, for the first time since 1979, will win a district title. It's a great call by Kevin. Uh, in fact, uh, Dave Ritchie's part is actually sponsored. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, it's sponsored by Simon and Garfunkel, the Sounds of Silence.
1: <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> we should work on that. Put some big bucks in.
0: (laughs) See, Dave does what a really good color analyst does. When the big moment comes, they lay out, and they let the play-by-play guy do it. Dave's great at that. Let's Kevin take care of the big moment uninterrupted. One of the worst big moments I ever heard called. Uh, And it was was called great by the play-by-play guy, but the problem was Marty Brennerman calling uh, Pete Rose's hit that broke Ty Cobb's all time hit record number forty one ninety-two. And Joe Nuxall was the color analyst. And Nuxall's going crazy, going crazy, going crazy. Well the problem is, is that you can't hear Marty calling the hit. Like, okay, you know, so so the color analyst lays out and Dave does that brilliantly. The problem is Kevin demands he lays out for the other two hours. It's all right. Uh <laughs> Our guy. (laughs) I can't believe I woke up tonight. All right. Uh, Let's bring in Matt Leon now from Philadelphia. Carson Wentz is still a Colt. Great to have you with us.
2: yeah, I just went for a walk. It is gorgeous out there. It's funny how like sixty degrees in March feels so different than sixty degrees in September.
0: Oh, it's amazing. Just the it, it but the body is is going through perception mode. Oh my goodness! it's, yep. getting, it's getting chilly. Oh, it's getting warm.
2: <laughs> yep, absolutely. It's amazing, but I'll take it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We all will. All right. So, uh, Jeff Lurie made a pretty uh, pretty interesting statement when it came to Jalen Hurts. What were your thoughts on that?
2: I think it's. The way you got to look at this, I mean, I don't under, I haven't understood anything about the quarterback position with this franchise the last 18 months. But to have spent the second round pick on Hertz last year, have him show flashes, you know, in the time you saw him play last season, and then you get rid of Carson Wentz, I mean, it, it would almost be a dereliction of duty to not say we want to see what this guy has, you know, and and let's plan on him being the guy at least for this coming year. Um, So I, I just think they're, I don't want to say they're dysfunctional, but they're just all over the place. You know, Jeffrey Lord, this story leaking about Lori and this this has a very Jerry Jones feel. You kind of look around the room (laughs) and go, well, if he's saying that, what is, you know, what, what, where's how, what's Howie Roseman doing? And, you kind of looked at that before, like where Howie Roseman would you know allegedly like make decisions on who would dress on Sundays for doug Peters like it just seems like all the silos are the streams are are mixed, and uh it leads to a very jumbled situation and uh, not very clear communication
0: right uh how do you feel about? Jerry Jones is obviously he's also the position of uh, essentially general manager of the Cowboys. How do you feel about owners getting involved in the mix of what's going on and being public about it?
2: I think you spend that type of money you you should be in the mix, but I think the public part you know I would have no problem pulling the you know the decision makers in and saying, you know what do we think about this? I like this guy but you know, and you start leaking it to Chris Mortensen and Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just think it it undermines people. Now, in this case, they might be people that deserve to be undermined, but it's not a good precedent to, to send. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Jeffrey Lurie doesn't really have. I mean, he's been the owner for 20 years, and to sure. be very, he has been a very good owner. I mean, they have been, you know, I pretty cons- I, I, a I pretty agree with consistent that. team with the exception, you know, a, a stable franchise, obviously won a Super Bowl, you know, not that long ago, but you're just kind of seeing a lot of things kind of pile up here that, you know, kind of make you wonder about the direction kind of going forward, and, you know, Laurie's background was not in football before he bought the Eagles, you know, his biggest, you know, playing the theme that Joe Average knew was he was the executive producer of Vi e. Warshawski, you know, so, you right. uh, i don't know i don't think it's a good idea to have him putting publicly thoughts of the roster situation the idea that this was put out there i don't know if this is pointing to a bigger problem that he's trying to course correct howie roseman without criticizing him i'm you know your ideas are as good as mine but uh you know, I. The bottom line is, I don't think they're going to be very good next year, no matter what. Right, and that's what uh, it looks like. So but you
0: know what? But that also gives you look. Right now, if if Hertz is your quarterback, you are now operating with a starting quarterback that is on second round draft pick money. Yeah. Okay. Which that and then Wentz comes off the list next year, I believe. All right.
2: I'm not sure exactly how it works, but
0: Yeah, I believe I believe they lose his contract after next year. Okay. Or, you know, whatever the cap hit is. Now you've got flexibility to do something. And you're right about Lurie, because you gotta look at the long term of this. The Eagles have been relevant for most of the last twenty years. How about that?
2: Yeah. And I think there's a lot of franchises that would take that yeah. even without the super just the idea of being relevant for two decades, not just in your local market but on the national stage. Um so, with Jeffrey Laurie it's much more good than bad. We're just kind of in a cycle here where you get the feeling a lot of the bad is piling up here in a short amount of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, there's no. I mean, look, they have not handled the post Super Bowl victory era well, in part because maybe they got sentimental about some guys. Oh, and I think that's... Which is natural. A lot of people get sentimental about their people. That's a natural reaction. The only one that gets me is they were sentimental about everybody except Malcolm Jenkins.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, it's an easy trap to fall in, and I frankly think just about everybody falls at it except for the Patriots.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah really. Hey, thanks. You know. if, 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 in fact, they're, they're like the guys are going through the door of the locker room after winning the Super Bowl, they go like, "Hey, good luck with your career." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, come here. Uh, come on
2: in and shut the door real quick. Yeah. No, bring the champagne. It's fine. Uh, I just want to talk to you real quick. But
0: uh, uh, there's an envelope in your locker.
2: <laughs> yeah, but i i think, I think it's an easy problem to fall into. They tried yeah. to extend the window; sure. it didn't work. Sure. And now. Well, that I will forgive because you just won the Super Bowl, and you think if you keep the relatively same players together, sure, we at least got a legitimate shot to do it again. Yes. Uh, I think the last 18 months, though, has been beyond that. That has this is right, you know, turned into a lot of I don't know if it's personality conflicts, egos, just poor decision making, people getting exposed, but uh. You know, that has compounded what I would say were good faith mistakes made in the wake of a Super Bowl have now been compounded by the last, the almost across the board, four decisions of the last 18 months or so.
0: Matt, we have not talked yet about Villanova basketball over the last uh, few months. No, Colin Gillespie now out for the rest of the year. Moore got hurt the other day. Uh, sounds absolutely iffy for the Big East tournament. So, where are they right now after putting together another really good season?
2: I, it's such a difficult thing to kind of point to because, because of the virus situation, you have like every team in the country in a different spot in their development and their where they are. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, obviously, given Jay's history and what they've done. Um, I would not want to have to face them in the Big East Tournament whatever, but losing Colin Gillespie is really, really big. And losing him at the worst possible time. Uh, So it's going to be... It will be much, much tougher, but... You know, if any coach can figure out a way, you know, it will be Jay Wright. But it's right. it's just really hard to say because, I you know, I rem- it's interesting, like in the Atlantic 10 tournament, after St. Joe's beat LaSalle, St. Joe's got UMass. And a lot of St. Joe's people were excited because UMass had only played like two games since right. February 3rd and lost them both. Well, guess what? St. Joe's lost by 35 points. Like, right. it's, it's such... College basketball is a crapshoot under the best of circumstances. Right Right here, a lot of times you're comparing apples to oranges and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, it's a roster that wins. It's a roster that knows how to win. It's obviously a coaching staff that knows how to get to the top of the mountain. Uh, But losing Colin Gillespie at this point is really, really difficult to overcome.
0: Well, and here's the other part. You know, in college basketball, very few non-conference games were played. And yeah. very, very few of significance were played. For example, Iowa Iowa did play Gonzaga. And that's one of the few, few, that's the only, in fact, you're going through, you know, I had to go through to get ready for the Big Ten tournament. Okay, Of all the teams I was going through, only one played a neutral court game. And that was right. like Iowa-Gonzaga. It's the only ones. So yeah. nobody knows. And plus, there's the UConn element. Nobody knows, you know, going into the Big East tournament, Now, you know, I know, but people, I think, forget. UConn's now a part of this mix, and they might be the hottest team of the top three. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, All right, Uh, the Sixers part. Uh, What Joe LNB did with his All-Star Game bonus was special, I thought. Uh, Obviously, it had to be really well-received in the community. So going now post-All-Star break, your opinion, where are the Sixers right now?
2: I think they are if not the best, you know, one of the three best teams in the NBA. I think Embiid is playing at a level that I think only the most positive of positive thinkers thought he could reach when he first came into the league. Like, I thought he was going to be a a special player, and even I'm like, wow, the things he's doing, the games he's playing, the performances he's putting forth, the confidence he's playing with – is truly remarkable, and when you've got a talented roster, plus oh by the way, the best player in the league on the court every night, you're going to be dif- a difficult out. And Doc Rivers, you know, you throw the coaching aspect into that. Right. Assuming they can stay on course here, and I know we the All Star thing with the you know the COVID protocols with Embiid and Simmons was you know disappointing, but assuming they can. You know, stay on point from a virus standpoint and stay relatively healthy. I think they're the best in the East for sure, and you know, uh, they're going to be a very, very difficult out because I think they can also play playoff basketball because of Embiid. They can slow it down and once again still have the most talented player in the world playing. You know, down in down in the post. So uh, I think you got to be really excited about you know, the prospects for the Sixers this year.
0: It is always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Matt Leon in Philadelphia, great to have you with us. Uh, Maryland uh, lost to Michigan earlier today in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Juwan Howard got tossed out, and Mark Turgeon got a technical because they started yelling and screaming at each other during the course of the game. Not at the officials, but at each other. (laughs) <laughs> and Purdue and Ohio State Ohio State is at control of this game control of the game, control of the game and now Purdue and Ohio State are 72-72, Travion Williams just scored with 9 seconds to go to tie the game up, Ohio State will have a shot to win it uh, not a smart play though by Ohio State Williams has the ball, guess what you do I don't care if it's 72-70 guess what you do, he's backing you down Becca. foul him He's a 51% free throw shooter. I'd rather take my chances on that than have him shoot the ball on a layup. He scored in a layup. you got to think your way through these situations. you got to think to yourself, okay, that's a guy that, I know, guess what, I'd rather foul him and have him earn two of the line. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today, brought to you by Brewers Outlet. And Chickalimie, by the way, fabulous performance last night winning their first district title since 1979. Congrats to Kevin and Dave for the great call you heard right here on News Radio 1070 WKOCAP patronage great to have you with us on the show today hope you're having a good time king is in the next half hour you refuse to talk to me now. <laughs> because I actually had the gall to praise Jeffrey Lurie.
1: No, just, it, like I said, it, what, what was said there in your interview with Matt Leon is, is not wrong at all. Um, but it's just, you can't deny the inconsistencies within the franchise and trying to run this right now and some questionable decisions. But you want him fired. You can't fire the owner. Listen, if you've <laughs> you been as have consistent as. I'm, <laughs> I'm having a good time with you here, okay? So. I do. <laughs> I mean for, but, Lee, but but Matt, Matt's right, absolutely, Ryan. You are too, Steve. For as con- and this is where my point comes in. For as consistent as this franchise has been, and it's yeah. been wonderful, you finally yeah. win a Super Bowl and get over that hump, and then you yeah. can't stay that way and you fall down the stairs the way you have. I mean, that's inexplicable. I'm sorry.
0: Here's a. Uh, let me ask what I think is a fair question. All right, and now in this, and is it is. Uh, it's a question um, that was that just a peak year for like a career years for several guys and it just, and that's where they peaked and then it
1: fell. It is a fair question, which again leads to us questioning, some personnel decisions we, we we talked about the other day of hanging on to guys too much because of intimacy with them.
0: Right. No, I mean no, I, loyalty. Of loyalty, I got excuse and, and, me. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm a I'm a big loyalty person. Huge loyalty person. Everybody knows that. I always have been. Um. So that's you know, it, and loyalty means loyalty is a two way street. So I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get it um, but unfortunately in the NFL boy loyalty only goes so far exactly and it, I mean the NFL is it, it is a cutthroat business. Uh, I am not a cutthroat guy despite what the suit thinks. <laughs> I'm not I mean I just no just, you are I never, not actually. I never have been it's just not my nature. I, I'm the type of person that gives second and third chances now don't burn me all right if I've been burned deliberately by somebody you don't get a second chance okay but almost everybody else I'm like a second and you know I, I'll excuse mistakes always have always have excuse mistakes. That's why Kevin and I are still friends. He's made about a thousand of them. I mean, <laughs> cry! All right, Kevin, I forgive you. I forgive you. <laughs> but the NFL's not like that, okay? Eh? The NFL is very much stands for not for long in terms of how they view your shelf life. taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Hey, check out uh, the product lines, Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai this weekend. Or great pre-owned inventory with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at SunburyMotors.com. And today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection to beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. It's warmer out now. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewer's Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury. The beverage supermarket. Stock up for the weekend. A lot of tournament action this weekend. Stock up. Enjoy. Go to Brewer's Outlet. With that, we now bring in the king. The king.
3: Hi, hi, boy. Harry and Megan didn't get paid for the interview.
0: Hmm. I hope not. They're rich. (laughs) The heck.
3: Yeah, like no. Oh, no, they're not that rich anymore. Well, <laughs> they're rich, it, but they're not that rich. Yeah, that's they're having anything people. they want anytime they want, and there's an end to their money. Harry never had a job, so if you're making, if you're Megan, you're like Harry. What are you? Are you got to get a job. <laughs> so
0: you well, know, let me there's you no this earning think, capital think, going on. So I don't think either one of them took a vow of poverty and i really am not that concerned <laughs> so
3: oh, i, didn't I watch it. my whole world I, can you believe I virginia am, out duke
0: virginia is out? K- kansas as well uh kansas is out? N- now duke is out completely yeah
1: kansas well, and
0: virginia Kans- kansas and virginia uh they have to be negative or the vast majority of their, their party has to be negative for seven straight days and if they are then they can play.
3: When's the tournament?
0: Doesn't start till later next week. Usually the first four is a Tuesday, Wednesday. I think the first four is not until Thursday next week.
1: Yes yeah, the eighteenth.
3: So they're just gonna make it wow. How many teams are going to get knocked out of the... well, now Where are they going? To... How are they going to do the tournament?
0: Is it going to be? It's all in in the Indianapolis area. Some games will be at Assembly Hall in Bloomington. Some games, including the first four, will be at Mackey Arena in West Lafayette. That's where Purdue is. Assembly Hall. So everything is
3: in Indianapolis.
0: Yep, they're going to play some games at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, the home of the Pacers. they are going to play some games at Hinkle Fieldhouse, home of Butler. You're going to play some games at Farmer's Coliseum, uh, which is where Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis is, a.k.a. Uwee Pooey. And uh, some games will be at Lucas Oil Stadium, including the Final Four.
3: Wow. Somebody gets the virus in one hotel, that's it. They'll wipe out a whole bracket.
0: What? uh no they uh, they' they are putting them all they all get each gets their own floor at a hotel okay and each has their own meeting area in their own hotel uh they can choose to walk over by the skyways or uh they will be bussed over as normal and just go in that way right but uh oh. so all the, so no words all the big 10 teams. That make the tournament. They're not leaving Indianapolis.
3: I guess that's a good thing. I, I don't know. This virus is really weird. I hope it goes well, through and be a miracle t- if they
0: can pull this off. But, uh, so no, they'll they'll pull it off. I have completely confidence. Yeah, I think they'll be off. okay the, too. Um, no, I I think that I'm completely confident they'll pull it off uh, well, because I, so. I think that uh, no, I I'm not even. It's really barely a thought to me anymore. I mean, it's, Duke had a player, right? Okay, they didn't have 20 players; they had a player, and so they decided, "Hey, we got to shut this thing down." Okay, that's fine. Right? It's not a mass outbreak. I'm not, not really. I mean, there. And also, the and most interesting part to me is the part that I worried about competition was t- teams spreading it from team to team. That hasn't happened. Right. Uh, I didn't expect. I didn't expect that it hasn't happened.
3: Good. Hey, just to change the subject, what's the deal with Sam Darnold? How come he? Uh, why did the Jets want to release him? I don't get that. I mean, he's okay, only twenty-three years okay. old, and the can, kid can is go, talented. Can we go? Can we
0: Can we go to the second sentence that you said? Why did the Jets want to release him? Okay. I hey know, that should that, answer that, that should team. that should answer that should answer all <laughs> your questions it's the jets Oh well,
3: no it doesn't answer any questions the um It's
0: the jets
3: uh, I, <laughs> I'm saying, right, okay, why isn't here, he highly sought after? He's not highly sought after. I don't care if it's right. the Jets or who it is. Well, here's, They're the, reason. here's the reason. are talking about all these um, college kids coming in, but you know he right. can play. Right. I would go right. after here, him in a minute. Here's if the I was reason. Houston, I'd go after him.
0: Well, here's the Give reason. Give
3: him the crybaby.
0: Yeah, but here's the reason. And the reason is actually it's, it's always money. Right now, Sam Darnold is still on his rookie contract. Right. He is now coming up to the point where you have to then give him the second contract, which is bigger. The Jets may not feel comfortable making that kind of long-term financial investment because they think there's a better option.
3: Yeah, I know, but if I were other teams, I'd be going after him. He's, he's as young as some of these guys coming out of college. People forget yeah. he's only 23 years old.
0: Well, I mean, he's I'm got well, a lot I'm of well games ahead of him. I'm well aware, aware I did his Rose Bowl. I'm well aware I did his Rose Bowl. I know how young he is. No, I remember
3: <laughs> you talking about him. You said back then, this kid can't miss. You know? yeah, I, he's got I the I size. He's got everything. So.
0: But, see, but, again, you've got people hesitant to pay money right now has right. to pay money. And that's, I mean, I mean, the Eagles, for example, let's take them, for example. They've got an interesting window here to operate with, and the Cowboys don't. The Eagles have a quarterback on a second-round contract right now. Right? Now, he may be good, he may not be. We'll have to see. But it does give them some financial flexibility because currently their quarterback, which is normally the highest-paid position on their team, is not the highest-paid position of the team. It's far from it. The Cowboys have been operating with Dak Prescott on a fourth-round contract for years. Right. Now they don't.
3: Both those teams have one thing in common. They were talking about it today. I forgot. I don't know it was EEI or maybe it was Mike um, on ESPN. Um the Eagles. The owner is starting to run the team. He's making the calls. Jerry now
0: Jones. You're f- now you're making feeding him the calls. Matt Catrillo's fears. Now you're you're feeding. In. See, all you're yeah. doing is feeding the Catrillo beast. Okay, and you have to I remember know. the key to this segment is to keep him calm. It's the <laughs> last thing he do he does before he goes home. To his young son, who he's already teaching how to play little league, he's already yelling at him because of the because of the Eagles. No
3: t-ball for you. <laughs> oh.
0: He's sixteen. He's oh. he's he's he's, just, he's fi- almost fifteen months old, and That's he's right. like, and he swings and misses, and
1: right. the, the poor he's little guy's be a ball not.
0: Okay, no, Lisa's got to hug him. He's crying.
1: It's all still can't of catch stuff. the ball either. I mean, listen to this. This Listen, listen to me. This is the father. He's obsessed. This kid
0: is his long-term meal ticket. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Brewer's Outlet. Nothing like our college basketball picks.
1: Oh yeah. So last week, Steve and I were six and zero. Oh. The King, yeah. two and four.
3: Awesome, <laughs> I got two right.
1: So that brings our grand totals to Steve twenty and six, me sixteen and ten, King ten and sixteen.
0: First of all, I want to give a shout-out to the University of Hartford Hawks. They play tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. against UMass Lowell. They will win. For the right to win the America East, they'll play at Chase Arena, 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. I did talk with Johnny Gallagher. uh, He called Dick Girardi last night uh, before our game. And I had a chance to talk to Johnny, and I told Johnny Gal straight out. He says, "Look, all of Enfield's rooting for you, babe." Uh, you know, he's That's the guy because, I met. Didn't I meet him a met, few years ago? You met, you met Johnny. Yep. He is yeah, he's one of the nicest guys in the planet. He told me on I could planet. Come to any game and sit
3: behind the bench. He's a good he
0: guy. He's he one of the greatest guys in the planet. I am rooting yep. so hard for him tomorrow to get to the NCAAs. I am thrilled he's in this spot. They upset Vermont to get there. 11 a.m. tomorrow. Go Hartford.
1: All right. Go Johnny Gal. Now we move on from Hartford to the Big 12 tourney. Or, I'm sorry, the Big 10 tourney first. Ohio State and purdue oh wait a minute they just Dude, played already yeah, i'll be
0: i'll be a jerk i predict that ohio state will win in overtime
1: <laughs> hey steve uh,
0: give steve. me one yeah
3: steve guess who's at the door trying to get in john masnicki
0: <laughs> john Nicky old friend how about that let him in no <laughs> No. <laughs> Mas, Mas okay continue out. All right, I'm out.
3: hiding behind the door. here. I'll pick another game out on
1: on the on the fly in a sec. All right, Oklahoma State and Baylor. I know they play tonight. Big Twelve. King, let's start let's with go. you.
3: Oklahoma State, Baylor, Baylor. I gotta pick the right teams now. I've been
0: boys, Steve. This is a t- this is a tough one. Uh, Baylor, I think, is the better team, but Oklahoma State is the better player. They got the best player on the on the floor in Cade Cunningham. Um I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State. Let's have some fun.
3: Oh. I've I been love, having fun. I'm ten and sixteen.
1: <laughs> I love Oklahoma <laughs> State. I love the way they're playing right now. I'm going with the OK State for the upset.
3: God. <laughs> Jeez,
0: I already got have uh, trying to learn game, right?
3: more about it, you know, while I ride my bike at home. And I'm like, uh, now nah, I'm happy with Baylor, uh, Waco, baby.
0: <laughs> you should be. They're ranked second. They're a good team.
1: Yep. All right, next one, ACC, Florida State. Now that they've gotten the free pass in, so to speak, facing UNC in the ACC uh, championship. I just Steve. think
0: Florida State. Florida State's the better, deeper team. I think they'll win.
1: And King,
3: I think the coach is gonna cry his way into the tournament. I got UNC. <laughs> uh, I
1: I I like the way UNC is actually playing right now. So this is my crazy pick of the week. I'm taking UNC. Believe it or not.
3: Hey, why not? The crazy. <laughs> oh, they're playing good.
1: Yeah. All right, next one. Big East. UConn. Creighton. King, I think I know who you're gonna pick.
3: You got it, baby. My Yukon Huskies are on a roll, they haven't lost a game in a long time. They got their uh bookmaker, what's his name? He's playing really well. I got a Yukon book name. I mean.
1: Steve.
0: Uh, the uh, the big east is interesting, it is become. A conference of name schools that is weaker than maybe it's ever been uh, UConn which takes this whole thing seriously and of course you know I want Kevin Freeman to win because Free's one of the assistant coaches there I'm going to pick UConn to win it because I just think they're just becoming better than everybody else in that conference I think that conference is actually going south and not north
3: I know of a loss last night Yes. Well, they don't have. They don't That's have not Gillespie. surprising, though. Yeah,
0: yeah, but they don't have Gillespie or more. They've got two starters out.
3: Yeah. Whatever. It's about depth. It's about. Rep- you know, next man up. Yep. If you don't have it. Yep. You're
0: not that good. So. Guess guess what? That's forty percent of your starting lineup. That's like going into a football game and looking around and going, uh, "We got four starters out on offense today." All right, next man up. You're <laughs> you gonna lay a whole bunch of next man up. See, the problem is not who replaces the starter. That's not the problem. That's your depth. the The difference. These people don't think about these things. This is what always gets me about when you analyze. Well, next man up, uh, it's not who replaces the starter; they're usually pretty good. It's who replaces the guy that replaced the starter. That's where you now you're dipping a little further into the pool here.
1: Well, I'm going to stick with Creighton here. I like I like the way they've been playing the whole season. I-, I know UConn's a good team. This is the only one I guess um, was on the fence about. I'll st- I'm going to stay with Creighton though. Next one, Pac-12. Colorado and USC. King. Phew, Boy. Yeah. That's a tough um, game.
3: I'm going to go with the Buffaloes, Colorado.
1: Hmm, okay. Steve?
0: Uh, let's see. I think uh, with Mobley, USC is the best player on the floor. But I personally and all my interactions, I really like Tad Boyle, the coach of Colorado. I just, this is going to be like, look, I just really like the guy. Every time I've been around him or talked to him, I'm like, he's just a terrific guy. So I'll just, I'll go with that. i am just, i will be a personal call.
1: Eh, Colorado stinks. I'm going USC.
0: <laughs> Colorado's good. What are you talking about? Colorado's a good team.
1: Uh, next one, SEC, Mizzou and Arkansas. Steve,
0: uh, let's see. Uh, the suit earlier confused everybody because he referred to them as Arkansas. Uh, that's uh, – I mean, are you – I mean, I get worried. Do you get worried? Sometimes, yes. Yeah, I'm going to go with Arkansas.
1: I got the Razorbacks as well. King? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good answer. Flip a coin.
3: You need Let's see.
1: I'll go, I'll go to your stinking uh, Tigers over Razorbacks thing that everybody else is going to do for the tournament this year.
3: Uh-huh. Ah, what the heck. I'm going to have a little fun and take Missouri. All
0: right. <laughs> sure, what? why not?
3: That's fun, whoopee.
0: We'll okay. Yeah, he's just, I mean, it's. What do you think of our Kansas? Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just. I. I, I uh, All
1: right. I and finally, <laughs> yeah, I do. And finally, the, a Big Ten game that it actually hasn't happened yet. Wisconsin and Iowa. Steve.
0: Well, I think Penn State would have won the game tonight if they played. Um, I, I think that. It, it, here's the big mystery of the, of the game tonight. It is a huge mystery going in. Will Joe Wieskamp play? As much as Luca Garza is going to be the national player of the year, and he already is the Big Ten player of the year, and he celebrated, the actual pro on that team that is going to have, actually, I think, a good NBA career is Joe Wieskamp. And he hurt his ankle against Wisconsin. When he was in the game against Wisconsin Sunday, Iowa dominated. I'm gonna go with Iowa tonight. I think they'll win by eight to ten.
1: King.
3: Um Wisconsin beat Penn State by a point, right?
1: That's right.
0: Yeah, it's a rather it's a sore subject because uh it was not exactly there were two major calls in the game that were wrong.
3: Hmm. Okay. I'll
1: take Iowa. I'm going with the Hawkeyes, too. Clean sweep.
0: Again, my, my point on, on the calls last night is simple. You can review a shot clock violation. It was clearly, I called it live, a shot clock violation. I called it live that way. And then we're all looking at each other like they counted that. Well, they can go to the monitor. They refuse to go to the monitor. You're allowed to. It was in that building in 2015 with Nigel Hayes. That's when they said we got to change the rule. It was in that building
1: six like, years ago. I'm sorry Big Ten needs to hold that official accountable.
0: Well, you officiated the fight today between Juwan Howard and and uh, and uh, Mark Turgeon. Howard got tossed.
1: I just saw that, jeesh. Ju-
0: Juwan got tossed. And by the way, the guy that made the call, right, on the out-of-bounds plate, in my opinion, is an excellent official that I like very much. Doesn't mean that you're going to be right about everything, but I respect him and I like him. And I think he's very good. Okay. Look, I'm fair about these guys, okay? I mean I know they make mistakes. I ain't the only person I've ever heard that doesn't think he that he's ever made a mistake referred to Arkansas as Arkansas. All right, so <laughs> how about
3: Ohio State Purdue?
0: Uh, Ohio State won today in overtime.
3: Oh, they already played? Yeah, that's why I had to I say I got that right. <laughs>
0: They had an afternoon game. We'll give you one on that one. And the fact that you said it was
3: gonna nailed it. The,
0: the fact that you said it was gonna go to overtime, you should give yourself two points. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the fact I picked a game that already got played is I should oh, lose a point.
0: Yeah, but you don't know what time these games are. Today's show's been brought to you by Brewers Outlet on News Radio ten seventy WKOK.